fuck? What's helping the helper? <laughs> is that like who watches the Watchmen? I think it must be. Why does Adobe Helper keep coming up? Because it's Adobe. There must be a helper helper. Look, Graham, <laughs> you have to wait your turn. No, I'm jumping the queue because my my problems are more uh, impressing than yours in so many ways. My, <laughs> are you are you um uh you need a poo? Is that what you're saying? No, do you need a are poo? You touching cloth? Is that is that? No, I did it. I did a poo earlier. Uh, is that why you're late? Nope, uh, I'm late because I was drinking gin and I had to finish one gin before I could pour myself another gin before to come upstairs. Fair enough. Has it reached the point where you now need a gin to go upstairs? <laughs> if I'm talking to you two for you, you two and my good friend Daniel, who I love, for an hour, then yes, I need gin. I'm not quite sure what I did to deserve that, but thanks. Well, you just you I came think back. He's, uh, drunk. That's all. It, that's all it took. I really love Dan. I'm really pleased Excellent. Dan's here again. I I missed you last week, Daniel. Well, I am sorry for abandoning you with Chris and Adam. That must have been awful for you. Just because you were fingering a girl on a bus. I mean... He's not denying not in that it. order. Yeah, that means he did. You, he totes fingered her. Totes didn't, unfortunately, but... Oh, uh, mate, come on. That's basic. That's the first thing you do on a date. Attempt number two tomorrow. Wait, oh, what, the with same the same girl? Same one? Yes. Oh, so your lack of fingering obviously didn't upset her. Well, she's uh, she's decided. Well, he's a gentleman. He's not going to finger me on the first date. Yeah, like a cad. He's going to wait until the second date. Mm. So you got your fingering booked in for tomorrow, then? Yes. Have you um, done a manicure? (laughs) (laughs) I think that would be good. It's only polite. Yeah, that is. And that's the gentlemanly uh, way to approach a date, isn't it? Mm. Make sure those yeah. nails are nice and short, but not too sharp. Yes, well, I have a, a nail file for that, so that'll do fine. Do you uh, actually have a nail file? I think so, yeah. He's one of these metropolitan London yeah, types, yeah. isn't he? He's, With he's his changed. nail files. I'm not sure why I have a nail file, apart from obviously filing my nails. Do you <laughs> use scissors or nail clippers, or do you bite? Uh, mostly bites. I hate nail clippers. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, sorry. I'm not going to let you finger me now. Okay, oh, I can live with that. Oh. Right, who's driving? I'm uh, mostly nail. We had this conversation before you arrived. Uh, we've decided it's Dan. Yeah. This is about who's fucking it? time that he edits okay. an episode. Well, I, I feel this might be a good one. It seems a shame for it to not come out well, until Christmas. Let's see, it, let's see how it goes, and we'll make a decision at the end. Okay. We're doing okay. my feature this week. Have you uploaded the thingy to the soundboard? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> uh, oh, it turns out it's still there, so probably. Super so deeper. hang on. Is, so is this your... Um, I have... The very it. excellent content you've planned This isn't 107. What are you talking about? This isn't 107. So we're we about to do 106, and we've all just added some extra content to... Oh, yeah, because I decided... I decided unilaterally last week was 104, so this is 106. Six. Yes, because we Six. did five. Okay, I've updated the Google Doc. <laughs> I just round read what I want to talk about. I'd forgotten about that. Uh, I need to see if I can find the document that's got the stuff in. Because oh no, it's okay. I found it. What's going on? Uh, my phone is making noises. That's not a phone noise. Phones go. They don't go. Maybe your phone does. Oh, maybe I need to make my phone go like what I just did. I mean, sure. Oh, shit, I forgot to put the juniper berries in my gin. <gasps> Graham. 
You've got proper Tory. Non-hipster gin. Well, I paid £2 for a thingy of juniper berries. I'm going to fucking use them. I put them in coffee now. Oh. Do a podcast, Dan. Come on. I was waiting for you to get your gin-related issues sorted out. No, you're driving. You you shouldn't allow me to bollock on about nothing for four minutes. Why not? Come on, on, run Um, a tight ship. So, um, birthday cake flavoured fabs, Adam. What you haven't fuck? said hello? Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. This is bizarre. He's already ploughed it into a wall. Yeah, well, yeah. what did you expect? I'm drunk of the wheel. Um, Are you drunk? Mm, I've been more or less continuously drunk for four days. So, hey! Yeah. Yeah, my liver is in a bad way at the moment. Um, I've got cricket to get a buzz on. I've got cricket tour this weekend as well, so the chances of me being alive next week are slim to none. Brilliant. Anyway. Um, Let's hello. get all that fingering done before you die. Yeah, it's probably a good idea to get it all out of the way. We're two star podcast, we are great. Talking crap and planning hate. Our listenership is very few. Graham sometimes flops to the loo. There's one more thing I have to say. Intended in a hateful way. The cold brew hipsters are bellend. Graham and his friends. Uh, hello, Chump Puzzles. Welcome to the Two Star Podcast. I am here with my normal partners in crime, uh, Graham. Hello. Uh, hello. Yep, he's drunk, as am I. You me mid-sip. Adam. Yes. Yep, him. And Chris. Hello. Hi, Chris. So, Adam and Chris, are you drunk slash drinking yet? Nope. I what? have uh, I've had a shandy, and I'm now having a beer. Was it a hand shandy? <laughs> no, that means a wank. Yes. I was going to uh, make a special shandy because uh, I didn't think I had any lemonade and I thought I only had Coke and I thought I'd make that. And then I thought it's, it'd probably oh exist God, anyway in, um, in America. That's the kind of weird thing they oh, do. It's, this is where we talked about it. I, I was going to say I, I heard somebody saying that Coke shandy should be a thing recently, but I can't remember who it was. Well, I'm not, I think maybe it should be. I don't know if it should be a thing, but I think it probably is. I think, I think in America that's what they would do. Because they don't really have lemonade, do they? Uh, I mean, they do. Yeah, but they yeah. just call it Sprite because lemonade is a different thing. There, it's uh, yeah. they prefer. A flat thing that children they make. prefer Coke, though, don't they? Mm. Yeah, or possibly or Pepsi. Yeah, when Coke's yeah. unavailable. Mm. Yeah, well, but I didn't have to do that because I had some lemonade. Um, so yeah, so that's my answer, Daniel. I've I've had a shandy and now I'm having a beer. Fair enough, excellent. I've um, had two double gin and tonics, and now I'm on my third, and Jesus I'm getting a buzz Christ. on. And it's Tuesday. And I don't give a fuck. This is going to go well. Okay, brilliant. Um, so, um, Adam, you would like to talk to us about fabs? I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, so I was in Sainsbury's uh, doing my shopping and mm-hmm. I looked in the ice cream cabinet and there were some fabs and they were special anniversary edition fabs um, because apparently that's a thing that people do now. So I bought mm-hmm. some because I thought, cool, anniversary edition fabs. Uh, turns out they are birthday cake flavoured. <laughs> How? What? I have three questions. What is birthday cake? Okay. That's one, one okay. of them. The first one is... For what anniversary are they allegedly I think it's celebrating? The twenty fifth. The twenty fifth anniversary of Fabs. Yes. 
that seems very unlikely. I agree. I'm sure it was 25th anniversary. I'll have to check. Okay, my second question is, was it your anniversary? No, it's their anniversary. But you didn't buy them... So you bought an anniversary thing, even though it wasn't your anniversary? Mm. Yes, they were celebrating their anniversary. I just thought I would participate. Okay. And thirdly, what? Yeah, I mean, that was... Because I, I ate the first one without really realising what was going on. It's like, this tastes very strange. I couldn't put my finger on what it tasted like. Mm. And then when I went to look at them afterwards, it was like birthday cake flavour. So you bought them inadvertently? I mean, I bought them knowing they were anniversary edition, but not knowing they were birthday cake flavoured. Oh, so you kept the flavour a mystery to yourself. Yeah. So this is... Actually. The, there's the real question. Cake? Well, so the, they've still got, like, the strawberry ice lolly bit, but yeah. the, 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 the kind of... the coating uh, that has hundreds of thousands on mm. is like it tastes like um cupcake icing mm. like the kind of slightly um what, uh, yeah, not, not the hard stuff but the kind of slightly soft uh cupcake yeah, icing yeah. yeah that kind of thing um Baskin it's Robin's very strange too. to have on an ice lolly but yeah, that's not the flavor of the cake that's the cinema that's i go to they've got the a baskin cake. robbins and that's got birthday cake flavored ice cream so i imagine it's going to be similar to that yeah, I would guess probably so. I haven't tried it, but I think it's great. It's okay. it's a bit too sweet for my liking, but yeah. it's quite it's okay. But I couldn't like I wouldn't want more than just like the small amount that's on a fab. Which supermarket was this? It's just Sainsbury's. Okay, I am permitted oh, wow. to go into Sainsbury's, so I could buy some as well. When you say permitted, do you mean legally or like morally or socially or wifely? No judge has said I'm not allowed within a hundred feet of a Sainsbury's. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, is that was the fun thing not, about fabs? I'm not happy. Um, I'm not happy Chris, about I have, so you have exciting news. He um, comes about you off then, Adam, by uh, moving on that quickly without comment. He totally mugged you off, mate. Are you going to sit there and accept that? I have that? more questions. Yes. I have more Fair questions. Right, well, okay. ask away. So I've had quite a lot of birthday cakes in my life. Uh, some oh, well. for my birthday, some for other people's birthday. You don't have to break and Jesus. Birthday cakes are not a consistent flavour. Sometimes you have what? a chocolate cake for a birthday no. cake. Sometimes no. you have a victorious no, bunch. No. Sometimes you have, um, well, I mean, it's basically vanilla, isn't it? Or chocolate. That's the two cake flavours. Um, oh, Lemon so, Madeira. I had a ginger cake. Lemon Madeira, yeah. yeah ginger cake. They're less, less often... Oh, oh, a... I don't think we've ever talked about cake on the podcast before, which is incredible, well, considering it's episode 106. Apart yes. from, yeah. Um, so my contention coffee? is that you can have any kind of flavour cake you want no, on your birthday. No, birthday cake is its own thing. Well, what? no. Yeah. No, it's not, is it? You I mean, can't just have any cake for birthday. Well, yeah, you can. I, I think... No, that doesn't make it a no, birthday cake, have, though. You can have any cake you want for your birthday, but one of the options available to you is birthday cake. Yeah, a carrot cake doesn't become a birthday cake just by virtue no, it just of you eating on your cake birthday. Becomes a cake you're eating on your birthday. Yeah. So You've you claim that there is this a all wrong, Chris. standard birthday cake yeah. flavour. The internet has even silenced him for his grievous so, utter wrongness. But what? Mm. So what what flavour is birthday cake then? It's birthday cake, cake flavoured, Chris. Obviously. Well, what does it taste like? Birthday cake. Is it, cake. Is it vanilla? No, it's not it's, a chocolate it's like cake. Asking, is it? It's like asking what colour red is. It's red, <laughs> but duh. 
Right, I am going to look on BBC Good Food at birthday cake recipes. The fuck would the BBC know? Look on ITV, and do it properly. <laughs> I don't I don't look at ITV. That's that is so, blocked in the West Coast. So this birthday cake, um, there's a funfetti cake, which has sort no, of got that's a hundreds funfetti of thousands. Cake. <laughs> a fun <laughs> fetish cake? Orange <laughs> All fetishes are fun. fun, that's the point of a fetish. Um, there's an orange and raspberry hay duggy cake that is a in their section for birthday cakes. There is a low sugar chocolate sandwich cake. Yeah, it's not a birthday That's cake. Low sugar there is a well, there, it's cake. all it's all under birthday cake. So yes, it is a birthday no, it's cake. Just like so who who has categorised this? The BBC. BBC. They do. Well, they Google. don't know what it's talking about. Yeah, no, it's is bullshit. Is this what I pay my license fee for? Yeah, yeah. This, this is why they were trying to shut this, it down because uh, they realised there was always leftist. bullshit in the archive. Yeah, is this leftist the Marxist propaganda? Plot. Yeah. No, I, I heard it's very, very right, right wing. It's biased in one way that is disgrace, isn't it? Whatever your stance, it's biased against you. Mm, well, 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 I'll, I'll find out what Chris just said in about a week. It's yeah, really weird. This, this one—it's called two. It is, isn't it? And you're like, yeah. "Oh, that—that's what he's—that was quite." But an also, you one. hear us just yeah. being completely bamboozled by him saying a very normal <laughs> sentence. Yeah. yeah, and like just yeah. responding to a thing that actually is only a tiny part of what was said and doesn't encompass anything that and, was his general yeah. point. And quite often, we just repeat something that he said earlier. Um, to the point last week that I even did the Johnny Briggs theme tune about five minutes after he had done it. <laughs> Another uh, just another no thing idea I quite I uh, quite frustrating is that you talk over me because you can't hear me. Yes, um, that is, no idea that is about eighty percent of uh, of why we do that. Yeah, mm. I think twenty percent is no way of knowing that you're talking. Okay, so quick straw poll, uh, Adam. What's your favourite cake? Uh, Don't think. Just go with your gut. Does like uh, bakewell tart count as cake? Uh, no, I, no, will give you, I will allow a bakewell tart. It's not. No, it's not a cake. It's a. I mean, if, if you, it's not I a cake. I'm a big fan of ginger cake, which I know is okay. Hilarious, okay. Yes. No, gin, ginger cake is an acceptable yeah. answer. Okay. Add, uh, Dan, what's your favourite cake? Coffee. Oh, okay. Chris. Mm. My favourite cake is birthday cake flavoured cake. Correct. Good man. No, you're all wrong because the best cake is carrot cake. Carrot no, cake would have been my second choice. Uh, it is. It's not, it's disgusting. No, it's wonderful. Stop being racist against carrots. It's one of my five a day. It's the only one I ever get. And I'm damned if I'm going to give it up. <laughs> Fair enough. If you, like, um, if you like carrot cake, then you should go on to the BBC Good Food uh, archive. No, no, no you will not Stop get... shilling for them, Chris. Yeah. And you should consider Catherine Berwick's parsnip and maple syrup cake. Catherine I was suspecting that Chris was actually a sock puppet account. Yeah. <laughs> mm, makes yeah. sense. He's set up by the Russians. Yeah. What about mm. a toasted marshmallow and ginger cake? Yeah, that's a toasted marshmallow and ginger cake, not a birthday cake. That would if, I had a birthday, if I had Jesus. a carrot cake on my birthday, which I have done several times, it doesn't make it a birthday cake. No, precisely. I mean, yeah, in one respect, it is a birthday cake, but it's not birthday cake. Everyone knows birthday cake is a thing on its own. I refuse to discuss the matter any further. Mm, yeah. Next time um, I visit you, I want you to make me a birthday cake. Okay, but you need to come up on your birthday. Yeah, when is your birthday? Or someone else's birthday. Nope. Your birthday. Well, whose birthday? Well, 
it doesn't it doesn't matter someone else's birthday it has to be somebody i would see on that day otherwise i would be making a birthday cake for no reason that would well, be insane well no you could maybe celebrate um what about dave from birmingham's birthday and then I don't you even, wouldn't don't turn know up. when it is don't even care <laughs> well we could just it's choose in the a, 90s so it's irrelevant to me <laughs> we could just choose a date for him like they do with horses uh, okay, fine. Next time you come up, I will make no. I'm, no, I'll buy a birthday. Yeah, stick to principles. I'm not going to lower myself to, but I will. I will make it. But provided you can give me, um, I just dropped my fidget cube. <laughs> Hello. No, yeah, that's. It. I stopped talking. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just lost interest in that conversation. So. Um. Yeah. Cool. So, Chris. Um, you have exciting news as well, and it concerns guinea pigs, I believe. Yes, it does. My hmm. Have sister, you started eating guinea pigs? Well, not They're yet. Delicious. They haven't arrived yet. But my okay. sister has quite foolishly uh, requested that I look after her guinea pigs for two weeks, which is a very long time for guinea pigs to meet tragic ends, isn't it? Hmm. Yes. Guinea pigs are really easy to not kill. Have you got one? I got two. You've got two guinea pigs? Yeah. Have your cats not murdered them? Cats don't give a fuck, mate. Really? Yeah, they're shit. Okay. They they just look at them a bit. They're not really very interesting rodents, are they? They don't have tails. They don't run away. For a cat. No, cats, cats are just, they sort of look at them a bit, but have no desire to murder them. Mm. Yeah, that's weird. Did you know you'll yeah. you'll be excited about this, Graham? Did you know that guinea pigs can swim? Yes, I did, and I've seen people introducing them to a paddling pool, and it is wonderful. They just sort of lower them in gently so they don't get yeah. freaked out by it, but then they just swim around. Yes. Yeah. Have you done it did with you your guinea pigs? That... Not yet, because I only learned about it the other week. And How long did you have you them? had guinea pigs? Uh, about nine months. Okay. Do you have a rabbit as well? I saw a rabbit somewhere. No, our neighbour has a rabbit which is going to grow to be a kangaroo, and they're keeping it in a very, very small hutch. Okay. Uh, and it, it tried to kill my wife. Right, okay. How, how what, what method did it choose? Scratching. Poison? Scratching. No, just scratching. Okay. Yeah, but on, on like, over her heart, it knew what it was going for. As she right. tried to put it back in the hutch, it scratched the fuck out of her chest. Okay. And that's my job. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Mm. Okay, so you just have the guinea pigs and the rabbit visited. Yes. And, uh, they had a nice time. Is somebody running a fax machine? No, it's my washing machine. Oh, yeah. Again? Okay. I remember hearing about this. What? I need a washing machine. I need to wash stuff. Yeah, you do, but like... Could you not wash things for the like it's, hour? A well, week, come on. But, be fair. The state of his pants after he got wanked off on a night bus last week—they're a true. mess. Takes like six washes to get everything out of them. Also, Such it's me the who's editing. Daniel Mercer's jism. So. Yeah. It, also, it's me who's editing it, so it's me who's going to suffer through it. So, webs. Cool. It's your problem then. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, you, oh, anyway, you, I'm, I'm going to have some guinea pigs. Some, for two you're weeks. hiring some guinea pigs, and. and um, um, when they thought that here, would be content. Can... Drown them in the paddling pool? I'm, I did say to my sister, I am going to try and make them swim. If yeah. I have to look well, after them for two weeks. Yeah. In the sea? 
That's a bit much. Maybe in yeah. the sea. Yeah. Probably a bit cold. Might for. Well. I'm going to keep them in my like kitchen. Um, yeah, if I no, keep them outside. They stink. Well, uh, I don't really have any outside space for them. Mm. Hollow them out and use them as slippers. <laughs> when when I have Harsh. them, um, I will I will get them to come on the podcast. They can be guests on the podcast. That'll be really really great. Mm. I think it will be. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm going to ignore your sarcasm. <laughs> So yeah, I think it will be. <laughs> I disguised it quite well. <laughs> mm, that's one way of looking at it, yes. Um, yeah, maybe I'll go and get my guinea pigs as well. That'd be exciting. Oh, they can be. What are they, they, what, uh, what are they called? Friends. I don't know. I didn't oh. even think to ask. Well, I'm no, gonna, but what are you going to call them? Rename <laughs> them. Their, their previous names are irrelevant. Mm. Um, I think I am going to name them. One of them, Buddy Partner. That's a good name. That is yeah. a good name for Can't a guinea pig. Oh, I'd like to see him dock a guinea pig. <laughs> oh, dear. Livestock has to be the next oh, level, doesn't it? Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. <laughs> the thing I know about guinea pigs is uh, they have quite scratchy claws, which I think would be an issue. I would imagine the inside of his foreskin is very, very tough these days. <laughs> yeah, you would have thought so, wouldn't you? You'd hope so. Yes. Um, Yes. Uh, I think ours are called Fairy Bertie and Dave. <laughs> Those Fairy are Bertie and interesting yeah. names for guinea pigs, I will give you that. I did not choose them. I did not think you did. No, my wife did. Yeah, okay. That's Who not true, it was my five year old. The name I just dropped my pen now. That was done, my wasn't fingers it? have stopped working. <laughs> the gin will do that to you. Mm. Yeah. Have you really had that much? Um only two doubles and a one now a single. So yes, okay, excellent. It's Tuesday. That's not a lot, is it? Well, a double gin is a normal sized gin, isn't it? it yeah, totally. If, if you have a single, then you're are. going. What well, I do them with a shot glass. Okay. I don't trust oh. my eyes. Oh, right, oh sorry. Especially yes. not after two double gins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I can imagine. I can't afford to drink gin just by measuring it out by feel. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's I strictly regiment the, uh, the the dishing out of the gin. Hmm. Right, uh, well, this has been a very great guinea pig special, but um, yeah. should we do some content? Yes, so... Um, what, what, guinea pig-related content? No, Chris. Did you know yeah, that guinea yeah, pigs yeah. were first, um, were first uh, kept, basically, just Chris, for Chris, shut up, or I'm getting Adam to mute you because it's fun. Um, Good luck with that. Well, you probably find him as irritating so I do uh, Graham you want to for some reason place me under citizen's arrest and I should get ready to die which would be a grievous violation of my human rights because I shouldn't have to die in detention so have you seen the video this week of David Attenborough's uh, erstwhile producer no uh, I saw I saw the video but I have not seen the video yet it is amazing Dan you're going to have to learn how to cut stuff into the podcast is that going to be a bit beyond you no, I think I know how to do it. I just normally can't be asked. I will upload uh, a MP3 of it into the thingy. Has anybody got very loud speakers that they can play into their microphone? Well, we know the answer to that. Yes, it's Dan. Actually, so I'm using I headphones. Could... Oh, God. I can turn them off. I can turn them off. Jesus. 
Um, how do I find um, them? Or I could just, you know, you could play it and then I could copy it in. It's probably okay. Well, not how about nice. I just describe it to you? So yes. it's um, a mentalist has yeah. got into uh, an altercation with some jippos, and <laughs> um, they're at like a motorway service station, and you can tell that there's some been some aggro beforehand. Mm. Um, but then they they sort of started filming it midway through, and he starts off quite calm and saying, "Can you get out of your car, please?" Um, yeah. And he said, and they said, you said you were a police officer. He said, no, no. I said, I phoned a police officer. They said, yeah, well, we phoned one too. And right. he starts off relatively calm. And then he just loses his fucking mind and starts <laughs> placing everybody under citizen's arrest. <laughs> and the, it sort of comes to a head about a minute into the video where um, the, one of the men, the, so one of the, one of the, I say innocent, I mean, they're, They've probably done something wrong, to be yeah. fair. Um, but one of the, one of the people gets out of the car because he sort of makes them, and uh, he says, "They they say um, you you said you wanted us dead," and he said, "I do want you dead. I do want you dead. You you put your hands on the car. I'm making a citizen's arrest. Put your hands on the car and get ready to die." <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! That's a direct quote. And it's exceptional. And then he goes, you're under citizen's arrest. And he points at the next person. You're under citizen's arrest. <laughs> points at an 11-year-old boy in the back of the car. He goes, and you know what? You are too. And it's berserk. I've watched it so many times this week. It's just the greatest thing you'll ever see. I think let's I'll send you a link. We can all watch it independently. And Dan can cut in some audio of it now. Because it's, okay. just, it's just the funniest thing I've ever seen. I'm looking forward and, to this. Uh, you're under a citizen's arrest! Put your hands on the car! You're <laughs> to die! You're under a citizen's arrest! You're under a citizen's arrest! You're under a citizen's arrest! And I'll tell you what, you are too! You big slob! But he, he sort of... He, he descends into Basil Fawlty hitting the car with a tree. It's that <laughs> level of rage. It's just exceptional. Nice. And this is all real, it's not staged or anything? No, 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 it's like a proper real nutter. He's called Fergus Beely. Right. And he's a producer who's worked with David Attenborough for 25 years. And, um, and yet it is insane. Yeah, apparently he just gets really cross. But the backstory is there was a minor crash on a motorway or something, and then um, they sort of pulled into the services to, ha- to discuss it, and he went berserk at them. Hmm. Is I mean, there you know, may be something from his side, but he has deleted his Twitter account and refused to comment. So, I mean, that doesn't paint him in a great light, does it? No. I mean, he does look <laughs> absolutely like someone who is called Fergus Beely. Yeah. He could never <laughs> yeah. be called anything else. That was genuinely funny. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, it's just, it's just real, real... I don't think I've... I can't remember ever getting into that much of a rageful frenzy. I must hmm. have done it at some point, but... It's like proper spitting rage, isn't it? It's like you would assume it was a Rick Mail character or something, wouldn't you? Yes. <laughs> oh man, getting Rick Mail spoofed—that would have been amazing. Mm. Uh, but it's when when he oh, puts, miss- says, "Put your hands on the car and get ready to die." I mean, that is yeah. That's how he didn't. It's a bit hear what he said and think. Nope, fair play. That is that is a ridiculous thing to say. I'm sorry. Is uh, that's a respect to him? He's he's he carried on. Mm. Yes. I think we all need a moment to just reflect on how amazing that was. Um, and also prepare us um, 
No, let's not do that back to back. That'd be too much for everyone. Uh, let's go for something irritating and depressing. Uh, Adam, would you like to talk about Ready Player One? <laughs> go on then. Um, go on. I don't know if any of you have seen the trailer that came out of um, Comic Con for Ready Player One. I don't know anything about this. Is this, as I understand it, you can tell me if I'm incorrect. So I may have got this all wrong. Um, but it's quite a good sci-fi story, but it's written by an awful, awful person, so we're not allowed to like it. Is that right? No, it's not written by an awful person. It's just written awfully. Oh, who wrote it? Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, I've, I've not, I've not read the book. Then what's the Scott? You're thinking Carter? of, um, you're thinking of Ender's Game. Yeah. Oh. Uh, also, Scott Card, okay. who's like a terrible human being. Right. Yeah. So, Ready Player One, I was a book, and like it seems to have this cult following, and I've never read it. Um, but it got optioned as a movie. Steven Spielberg's making it. It's this multi-million dollar blockbuster, and the trailer got released um, at Comic-Con. And I watched the trailer, and I was like, okay, this looks a bit like kind of unnessary, like 80s cultural reference bingo, but it is just the trailer, so whatever. Um, and then people started posting ex- excerpts from the book um, on Twitter, and... It is terrible. It's like Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> level of writing. And this guy, basically, everything is like pop culture references, but not in a kind of, you know, just woven into the story kind of way. In a let's literally say what the thing that I'm talking about is from. Like in a two-page section of the book, he literally says, like that bit from Blade Runner, three times. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's not great. It's just... I don't understand how it's got this cult following, other than I, the way that I see it. It's the kind of, it's, yeah, but it's the kind of book that if I'd read it when I was, like, 14, I'd probably have really enjoyed. And then if I'd gone back to it at any point later, I'd have been like, no amount of nostalgia can make me think this isn't terrible. But at the time, it would have been really cool because it's the whole, you know, like being in a video game and, oh, look, there's like the car from Back to the Future and like there's the thing from Blade Runner and there's that thing from John Woo movies and there's this stuff from this thing and it's all together yeah. and I can do it. And it's really cool. But that's literally what it is. It's like sort of the worst kind of self-insertion fan fiction where it's just these are all the cool things that I wanted to do when I was a teenager, like a young teenager. And mm. it just seemed like a cool idea at the time. I but think I've uh, I've got an audible credit at the moment. I, I might use that on uh, ready player one and then report back. And like, I, I mean, maybe it's like all of the excerpts of people have posted are completely out of context and it's fine, but it just does not feel that way from anything that I've read. It, it does feel like 50 shades level of bad fan fiction. I think my only knowledge of it is that um, the main character is described as very much like Will Wheaton, so he decided that that meant he ought to play the main character in the film and then got really upset that he wasn't allowed to. Mm, uh, I don't know, possibly. I haven't, as I said, I have not actually mm. read the book, which I probably should do before slagging it off, but there's well, less fun I, there. No, why, why, no, don't do that. It might be good. Yeah. Well, exactly. I it does give me hope that maybe this podcast could get optioned for a multi-million dollar <laughs> Hollywood movie. And we've yeah, got our I contact mean, in America now, haven't we? That's true. Brandon's going to sort us out. Mm. Well, I'm watching a trailer. I mean, who, who would you like to good. play? Who would you like to play you? 
Who would I like to play me? I think Jamie Foxx. Oh, there's Good the Back to the Future yeah. in it. That's amazing. Chris can be the narrator. In the film. In the film? Fuck, I'm going to watch the trailer now. Yeah. I just did. It's just at the end. They, they Basically, they're all... Is there any mention of Short Circuit? Because that will definitely get Chris on board. I'm going to have to watch it again. I don't think so. No. Short Circuit is 80% of Chris's brand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's 80% of Chris's life, frankly. Hmm. So the point is, is that they all play these video games. Yeah, it's like, you know, dystopian future, and they all play this kind of virtual reality video game world thing, and, like, there's some great prize to be won if somebody can figure out something about it. Um, and, like, the protagonist turns out to be, like, really good at playing computer games and therefore, like, saves Jesus the world. Fuck. A book about Freddy being Kruger good at playing computer well. games. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's ba- like I said, it's but like the worst kind well. of, of self-insertion fan fiction about, like, wouldn't it be cool if I was so good at video games that they, like, made me do video oh, games as a it. job yeah. and then, like, I could totally save the world by playing video games. And then, like, there'd be this really hot girl who also plays video games and I'd totally do her. Oh, that sounds great. Would she be yeah. Lara Croft? There is literally that. She'd probably be Lara Croft, wouldn't she? I haven't seen any uh, stuff I recognise yet. Any what? I haven't seen anything from the trailer that makes me, uh, that I recognise. I'm looking for Johnny Five. That's uh... I don't. I don't remember him being in it. But mm. that would be. I, I mean, be wrong. it looks a bit like Tron, doesn't it? Bit yeah. of it. It's very there, Tron-y. There's very obvious. Well, Tron yeah, but Tron had a like decent art style. It wasn't just yeah. like wanky CG everywhere. If this is sorry, have you seen Tron? Are you talking about the original or... Well, it was all CG, wasn't it? Well, yeah. no, the original was like... I mean, it depends how you define CG. Well, it was it computer-generated. Basically... <laughs> it literally well, was what it, it was. It was in a computer, but it was mo- like a lot of it was just like people in spandex <laughs> under U- under like UV lights in mm. weird sets because they, did, they did not have the technology to do what they did with uh, Tron Legacy. But it was all yeah. made on a computer. That was the whole thing about Tron. That's it. Have you seen Tron? It's fucking boring. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. really, really dull. I quite like Tron. But it's just sort of computery, so it was good at the time, I guess. Yeah. I like Tron Legacy, actually. I thought it was... It was entertaining. It ended very rap- very abruptly. Yeah. Well, it, they had like, a, it's over now. They had this whole uh, franchise planned, didn't they, that never happened. Now, yeah. the thing that I've, I've seen like, nothing in this trailer yet. Great soundtrack. It looks... Uh, Tron Legacy's got an amazing soundtrack. It's on a fucking Tron light cycle. There we go. Yeah. 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 And now it's Burnout, I guess. Oh, there's the DeLorean. Yeah. It's brilliant, isn't it? And uh, why is that? uh, So That was a wrecking ball. It should have been a bob-omb. I've got a question. It looks... This film is, is, is mostly pop culture from the 1980s. Um, but then yep. in their computer games, surely Steve Guttenberg is going to occur in so many different roles that it's just going to be confusing. Because <laughs> you're going to have... The, I don't recall the computer game with Steve Guttenberg in it. Yeah. You just think, oh, they've, they've tried to save money by just regenerating this character. Because you'd have the police academy Steve Well, I think Guttenberg. they're aware of the fact that... It, no, the whole point is that it, it is all 80s references. Like, that's like the whole, like... Yeah, but, but, it's not like they're it's not like they exist in a world where Back to the Future didn't happen and they're like 
what's this thing with the car? Like the idea is that they know it's a Back to the Future reference. They know it's a Blade Runner reference. They know it's a Ghostbusters reference. Well, they could save time. Like at one point he makes a car that like is a combination of like um, the DeLorean and Ecto-1 because he thinks that would be really cool. Well, I think it looks Mm. really brilliant and I can't wait to see it. I'm glad we've advertised it so well. And I think it looks... From what I remember, he literally just sticks like the Ghostbusters stickers onto the DeLorean. Good. That sounds great. I think it looks great, yeah. yeah. Thank you for telling yeah. me Imagine about Imagine if X01 could travel in time. That would cure all of the problems. It would solve a lot of issues. Certainly all of the problems of uh, the remake of Ghostbusters. I really liked the remake Which I really wanted to like, and it, but it was just bad. I wanted to be a feminist and say, no, this is great, and everyone who complained about it just hates women. But it was just a boring, not funny film. I like bits of it. And it didn't um, take itself seriously at all. And that's why the original Ghostbusters worked so well, was because they played it straight. Yeah. yeah, that's it, was, it was quite an important thing, was that... Yeah. And doing the bridesmaid sort of, sort of gross-out slapstick just didn't make any sense. It was... Yeah, I didn't hate it, and I don't hate women. I mean, obviously, I do hate I think women, it's, but that's I think it's one of situations where if it, had been, uh, if it hadn't been a Ghostbusters film... You wouldn't. It's like when they remade the Italian Job. Like, yeah, if yeah, it hadn't been the Italian Job, it would have been fine. But because well, it was the Italian Job, like it has baggage, and you expect it to have certain things. And yeah, but uh, because in, I in both it. cases, it would have been fine, but bland and forgettable. Mm. But fine so in what, this case, um, not being a compliment. I watched Spy, which was directed by Kevin Feige, and it starred Melissa McCarthy, and it was really funny, and it caught me by surprise. I didn't yeah. expect it to be good, but it was, it really was. And yeah, that you know, sort of made me think, well, well, yeah, maybe there's something good could come out of this Ghostbusters, but it I disappointed me because I expected really so much, and I wanted to like, oh, yeah, everyone in it was fine. It was just sort of disjointed and had a shit oh, yeah. script, and, and it was, I don't know. If it had been a good film, then you would have said, yeah, that shows all those misogynist dickheads. We were right all along. Women are fine. <laughs> but as it is, you think, well, they are fine in spite of what I've just seen because that was not a good film. I mean, it wasn't mm. bad, but it really wasn't good. And it was disappointing. Mm. And that's uh, why I give it two stars. Um. Anyway, okay, so... Um, no, Chris. Uh, we've been... Hello. Hello. I was just thinking, I'm... I'm I was trying to find something different about Ready Player One, but I'm just just being shown the same trailer on someone else's website. Well, it's the, as far as I'm aware, it's the only thing that's been released yeah, so far. Yeah, I thought far, they were going to explain trailer. it a bit more. I think that the, the trailer premiered at Comic-Con, and I don't think there's been any other like video material released if for it. If it's based yeah. on a book. I like how people live in caravans, but they've rather than build flats, they've just put caravans on Stack scaffolding. It seems efficient use of space. Inefficient. Well, it's quite an inefficient way to build flats. Really, you could just build flats. It's cheap. Cheaper. It's cheaper than no. Because if you build flats, you've got to worry about um, structure and that. Well, they've had to worry about the structure because they've built this weird kind of scaffolding to put them on. Well, that's just all cobbled together. No one cares if everyone falls to their death because they're all like poor people. And if some of them fall off, you just put some more on. Hmm. No, that's that's you know it's it's how society treats the people, Chris. It's it's all part of the film's like cutting satire. 
Have you ever seen the the film Gamer starring Gerald Butler? Yes, the one with uh, I have seen that film. I yes. think that's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah, it's no, that really was awful, genuinely terrible. I, I remember not being able to sit through it, which is quite rare. Because I, I mean, this, this film is going to be better shit. than that, surely. Well, I mean, I would hope so, but who knows? It cannot be worse. Eh, don't make such rash proclamations. Always, death no, no nothing is worse than uh, than than Gamer. I mean, I feel um, I need to go away and watch... No, I don't want to. No, don't. It's terrible. Really, yeah. really offensively bad. I feel like it, I watched it long enough ago that I can't necessarily form an accurate picture of what it was like to be yeah, able to accurately describe it. Yeah, because that's how forgettably bad it was. Yeah. That should be your clue. Don't watch it. It's really shit. See, I'd argue that the Doom movie was possibly worse than... Oh, yeah, you that see, was also very, very bad. It was very, very bad, but it had... I, I found it... It, had a, li- it had a little is. bit of charm to the start of it. I thought uh, the first third was okay. No, you're thinking of Alien vs. Predator. <laughs> I don't really know uh, what you're, no, what that you're was talking about. I've seen awful. any of these things. No, the first third of Alien vs. Predator was really good. Don't it? recall. What happened in the first yeah. third of Alien it was to basically, the North Pole or something. Yeah, it was basically like the start. It was basically like Alien, but not. In space. Oh no! Actually, then, Alien vs. Predator again. I thought was schlocky and awful, but but entertaining for being schlocky. No, the the like the second half of it was dreadful. Have but you seen the first Predators? Half was quite good. I have. That was total shit. Oh, that was, was awful. Yeah. Hmm. The twist was actually quite good, but the rest I don't of it. Call a twist. What was the twist? Uh, that the nice doctor guy was a serial killer or something. Um, oh fucking hell! No, you're, thinking, you're thinking twist, of you. it? No, no, you no. might be thinking of um, uh, Silence of the Lambs. I mean, that's true of both of those things as well, but... Um... I don't think it's true of Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> well, I don't no, think someone was... I don't think at any point Hannibal, yeah, I don't think any point Hannibal Lecter was a nice doctor man. Yeah. He was, just not in Silence of the Lambs. Um, I haven't seen Hannibal, so I can't say that you're there is inaccurate. Actually, but, okay, he was never a nice doctor man, but he was a doctor man who everyone thought was nice. And, and he then just went a bit nuts like... Um, he turned into a psychopath and ate everyone. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Hannibal is actually really good. Um, I liked it as a series, despite the fact that it is very clearly up itself and artsy and all that. I was going to watch it, and I couldn't be asked. I mean, it's not like one of those ones where I'd say, oh my god, you've got to watch this, like Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones or something. So it's but no Dexter. I've never seen Dexter. I really need to mm. actually watch it. first that. four seasons of Dexter are probably the best TV... No. Three of the first four seasons of Dexter are exceptional. And then it... Five is fine, six is boring, seven is like, really, are you doing that? And then eight is the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh, that's always so disappointing so when the series can't it's finish. Real, uh, it's real peaks yeah, and troughs with was, that. But it was the classic problem of we run out of ideas, but they keep giving us money. Yeah, the I mean, first four seasons are, are great, and then you yeah. have to watch the fifth after the fourth, and then, it's like, it's and then like the stop. Wire. You know, the first four seasons, amazing, the fifth of season, what? The Wire... I thought you said Lawnmower Man. <laughs> yes, it's like the, it's like the five, first five seasons of the Lawnmower. That's a weird thing to miss here, isn't it? Yeah, but I did. Yes. Mm. I tell you, a well, film which best. was good, and that was Mega Mind. Well, I thought it was brilliant. I think it's the best. Never heard of it. Never the heard best of it. superhero. Actually, no, I think I have I've heard ever of it. Seen. No, I've seen it. It's all right. Is it some thing where people dress up as ladies or something? No, it was um, uh, it's a children's animated thing, but it's actually got a really good plot. There's a nice story arc. There's a few twists along the way. 
It's got a nice moral to it. It's just really good. And unlike a lot of superhero films, oh, it's not boring. boring. So at no point was I. Oh, is it a film or TV? It's film. No, it's um, animation. Oh, I don't want. I don't want. It's, uh, I don't watch animation. It's not Japanese animation. I, I didn't... It's uh, American um, animation. Oh, okay, it's then I like it. I like it just because it's not Japanese. <laughs> That's a big plus point. Pretty racist. I really hate Japanese pop culture. We've done this. Yes. Yeah, right, do some content. Yeah. But Come on, I've got some great content. What has been content, Jesus? I'm trying to get onto it. I mean, okay. the reality is we've already been doing 45 minutes of this. I'm not sure we have time for your great content. No, we do, well, because we it's did, been postponed we, for three weeks. I'm, we have been leading up very much this. Dan's fault. Before, yes. before I you have been saving up for it, for fuck's sake. You, I want to give it proper billing. Before you launch Did you uh, listen to last week's podcast, Dan? Of course I didn't. <laughs> before, before you launch into this... I think that uh, we should have some shocking revelations about Graham's plagiarism. Okay. And then he as can a, redeem himself, because I think fine. he does actually have original content. I've got very original yeah. content. Yeah. Mm. So I think I think we need to sort of knock you down so that people hate you, but then you'd be redeemed mm. by your actual original content. I mean, it, it, just, it won't take long. Yeah. yeah. So I'm hard, I think I've done half the work for you. Being so last week, come on, get on with it. So last week, okay, we, cool. we played nice? a very fun game of opposites. Do you remember, Graham? Yeah. I yeah, do. it was a good fun game. And uh, afterwards, I thought I've had that game mentioned to me somewhere else before, and uh, yeah. it was the Excitable Boy podcast. And they played the opposite game, and they used the the exact example you did about the opposite of a sheep. Yeah. <laughs> really? When? Your your um your plot was sort of lifted almost word for word. Because I am eighty percent sure I stole that word for word from the Ian Lee Talk Radio podcast. I've never heard the Ian Lee Talk Radio podcast, but I have heard the Excitable Boy. Oh, maybe they stole it from Ian Lee. I think they might have done because that's definitely the first place I heard it. Hmm. Mm. Okay. No, well, I don't think it was because I think I've sort of had a unformulated theory in my mind for years, and then Ian Lee did it on his radio show. And you know, when somebody sort of puts to words something you've thought for a long time without ever really acknowledging it, mm. that happened. And then I said, "Well, I don't need to think about it anymore. I'll just copy that." That's an interesting defence oh. of of uh, plagiarism, isn't it? That you you had thought of it yourself previously, but hadn't put words to it. Yeah, can't prove I didn't. No, I mean I like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that and use that as my defence. So that's good. Yeah, that's fine. You can't. Nobody can prove what I did or did not think. And I definitely thought about that before anyone else mm. said mm. it that I heard. Yeah. And that's exactly. fine. Therefore, original content. Okay. Excellent. I didn't. I didn't recall Excitable Boy doing that, but they definitely copied it. I probably just sent it in. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> cool. So finally, after much much anticipation, uh, we actually have some original content. Uh, Graham, would you care to outline what you're uh, going to do for us? Well, it's funny you should say that, Dan, because you thought you were here to do podcast, and then. Me, Michael Aspel, turns up with me red book, and it's time for me to say, cue music. 
This is Dan's Life. That's right, Dan. It's This is Dan's Life, and it's all about your life. I planned this whole elaborate thing uh, to make you think you were doing podcasts, but you're not. Come and sit down on my sofa. Okay. Ah, it's great to be here with uh, with Daniel Mercer. Isn't that wonderful? And so, Dan, I'm sure you're familiar with this uh, television program, This Is Dan's Life, that's on every week and has been for the last 20 years, without exception. Okay. Uh, so, I'm going to introduce some people from your past. Mm-hmm. So, mystery voice number one. Um, hey, what are you doing out of the cellar, boy? Fetch me a slipper. Oh, in you come, Dan, can you remember this? Dan, you're going to need to cut in some sound effects, so you're going to have to help me out quite a lot in post-prod, if you if you can. I mean... Uh, just some general audience cheering, and, and that would so be great. So when you say cut in some sound effects, are you yes. specifying, like, appropriate sound effects, or uh, the yes, right please. sound effects? Yeah, no, the, like, audience cheering in that, please. Thanks. So, uh, who, who are you? Who are you, lad? Um, I'm Albert Gravy. I was the supervisor at the orphanage. I love... Oh, no, that's Christmas. Um, you remember me, Daniel? I, I Do you remember Albert, Albert Gravy, Daniel? He was were, he were supervisor at orphanage where you were raised. Oh, yeah. I hate him. He's a fuckwit and he abused the children. Hey, hey. I'll get my slipper on thee. Well, yeah. I'm big now and you're small, so in actual fact, I'm going to beat you up for being a paedophile and oh, oh. incite a sun-based vigilante campaign against you and everyone you know. So, well, I know that I know Albert. You used to, Albert, so Albert, let me talk to you instead of this, uh, this aggressive young man. So, why did you used to beat Daniel so much? Um, because of him. Look at him. He deserved it. <laughs> oh Jesus! I wonder what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely actually looking forward to seeing this if we, when I edit it. So, uh, so Albert, you're still there? He's coming from a satellite link up, so that's why it's. Quite... Well, he's actually living on a satellite to save himself from me. Yes. Uh, so, uh, so how how did uh, how did Daniel ever get out of the orphanage? Well, I sold him to circus. Oh, you sold him to circus. Hi. And uh, what? How did he? Uh, what did he do at circus? He was one of them performing seals. Oh, he was a performing seal. Was he good at performing like a seal? Aye, his I name was a performing was, sea lion, and I would thank you to get the term right. <laughs> <laughs> he balanced ball on top of his nose. Oh, so he did that, did he? Yes. Mm. Ah, so so why is he not still doing that now? Because <laughs> it was shit and I hated it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Well, I happened to. I, I were. I were there. I were ringmaster on the on final day of Daniel's performance, and I understand it that a little boy in the audience said, "That's not a seal. It's just a bloke." And that well, killed the magic. I was a seal. I was a sea lion. Jesus, get it right. I'm a stupid fucking up on that uh, pedantic point. So anyway, uh, Albert. After all these years, you've been finally reunited with Daniel. You got anything to say to him? Um, well, I was going to apologise, but he's been such a snotty git, I'm going to try and get him with me slipper. 
He fuck is you, being proper dick about fuck this, you. isn't he? Wow. Right, well, Albert, I'm gonna have to cut this satellite link because it's just not working in any kind of technical or real sense. <laughs> Thanks, Albert. Cue music. This is Dan's life. So, Daniel, yes. that was that was the story of how you were raised as a small boy in North in orphanage. Mm-hmm. And uh, after after you left orphanage, what did you do then? I went to the circus. You just said. After you left circus, what did you do then? I um I went around robbing people on the highway. I that, the highway that's room. right. And maybe this next mystery voice will bring back some warm memories. Oh, Daniel, I promise me we'll spend eternity together. Just us, the stars, and this limoncello. That's no. right, Daniel. It's your long-lost lover, Romeo Rompanelli. Come in, Romeo. Hey, he's in. So, Is Daniel, okay. have you have you got anything to say to it? We were meant to be doing this live, so there have been a lot of visual cues. <laughs> yes, that's <definitely> fine. <laughs> um, so, uh, what, what, how, how did you and Romeo meet, Daniel? Um, I think I was dragging him out of the car by his hair and smacking him in the face with a nightstick. That is uh, inaccurate. Uh, he was the European Lothario with whom you spent five months living in Sorrento in your early 20s. Yeah, after I dragged him out of the car, beating him around the face. So, Romeo, uh, what kind of things did you and Dan get up to in Sorrento? Well, it, it was mostly the painting. Oh, painting. Are you, you're an artist, are you? I am. Well, what was your subject? Well, it was uh, mostly the Daniel. Ah, the Daniel, but with his claws on. <laughs> no, that's that's a hardly art. Art is ludicrous. So, you, you were nude modelling for Romeo, were you, Dan? Yeah, he kept on running out of paint because my cock is so enormous. <laughs> <laughs> That's funnier than anything I've written. <laughs> so, uh, what what did you and uh, Romeo do after he painted you in, in buff? I mean, mostly I just kind of oiled myself and, um, and posed around Italian streets so that people could, you know, appreciate my stunning artistic body. Uh, it must have been a very romantic time for you. I mean, if by that you mean I slept around like a two-bit whore, then yeah, sure. Mm. So, Romeo, what what are you up to now? Well, I'm uh, now uh, practising my art as a, you know, service delivery manager. It's uh, <laughs> what I always dreamed of. It, I mean, that's the classic story, isn't it? You, you try art for a bit and you get a real job in IT. Yes, it's uh, it's a wonderful so I'm taking it the, from the fact that you and Dan are just being reunited now that uh, this this passionate affair had to come to an end. What happened there? <laughs> <laughs> well, as I say, I mean, basically, I, I, um, I broke him in half with my enormous cock. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he uh, just couldn't Romeo, what's, your, what's your side of it? Well, I mean, we referred to it as the coffee table thing, but sure, why not? <laughs> Aye. So, Romeo, you you do you have uh, do you have a partner now working at Fujitsu? Yes, I am married to a wonderful hairdresser called Gwen. Oh, well, that's nice. Mm. So, Dan, how 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 do you feel now that you're seeing Romeo after all these years? Oh, it's nice to see him again. You know, any there you go. Any... Just... 
Any romantic stirrings? Nah, I know that Gwen's got a big strap on even than uh, than my knob, so um, I'm sure he's uh, I'm sure he's very happy. And and Romeo, uh, you uh, you put to bed all these feelings you had for Dan. Um, I mean, of, of course, yes. Um, it, was, it was only a temporary thing. I mean, yeah. I, I, I know he's putting up uh, defences now, but if he if this was just an act and he said maybe maybe he'd have your back. No. I mean, he is protesting a lot, I know, but uh, if he if he had said to me before production started that he missed you, how do you feel, Romeo? I, I, I mean, I, I didn't, but, you know, just throwing that out there. Shut the fuck up, Dan. Mm, no, it's my I, life. I it. appreciate the effort, but it's clear he's uh, moved you, on with his life. You're not interested okay. then, Dan. You, you don't want to have, have bum sex. I love having bomb sex, but just not with him. Okay, well, thanks for coming, Romeo. You haven't won Star Prize, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm pleased that you refer to me as Star Prize. turn into a bullseye. <laughs> it was same, it was basically the same thing as I, as I recall. I sort of never watched them. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so what you could have won. Thank, thanks for coming. It's been lovely to see you. Cue music. This is Dance Live. So Dan, it's uh, you're having a lovely time here. It came with nothing. Uh, whatever you go away with, that's a bonus. So that's mm-hmm. lovely. So who do you think's going to be the third mystery voice? I reckon it'll be, oh, possibly our Shawnee. Ah, well, you might be right, but let's see. Who are you, mystery voice number three? Where'd you come from? Oi, oi, Daniel. Let's collide some hard-ons. Oh, it's Dr. Dunstan. Come out, Dr. Dunstan. Yeah, woo, yeah. I don't trust Dan to cut in the sound effects, so I'll, I'll do it. Woo, yeah. I'm not so, cutting with sound effects. Put each other down. I know it's been a long time, but uh, oh, that's time for that later. Isn't it wonderful to see each other again? Oh, yeah, it's, it's uh, right, right, right proper it is. We had some good times down there at CERN, didn't we, Daniel? Yeah, it's alright. Hey Daniel, so what, where's what, my notebooks? So Dan, what where's my notebooks? What did Daniel? you get up to oh, there's time for that later, Doctor Dunstan. What what did you and uh, Daniel get up to down in CERN and uh, Doctor Percival H. Dunstan? We were down in that, well, that bloody big tube thing, weren't we? Spinning stuff round and then we, we mm. boshed them all together and Bush revolutionised science we did. Well, I, mean, oh, yeah. did. I just plagiarised all his research, so you know. It worked out very well for me. Hey, is that, has Dan got a copy of this script or what? <laughs> no, it's not me. That's Adam, I think. Oh, I don't know what he's doing. He, this, this is my producer just doing some fucking loud fucking typing in background. For once but, uh, so, you, you worked together at CERN for 14 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, revolutionised particle like, physics, I understand Yeah, it. we did. Bosh, yep. bang them together. Boom. New particles, mate. Loads of them. And... Yep. Uh, did you come across God Particle? Oh, yeah, loads mm-hmm. of them, mate. Loads of them. Yeah? yeah. You even came across like, the, the famous like dog had, particle. Sounds like you had cracking time. Yeah, it was good times. Mm. Good times. Cracking them what, atoms. What, what, what'd you do with this research? Yeah, Dan, what are we doing with my research, eh? Where's my notebooks? What? I published it in a series of respectable international journals and implied that Chris was drunk the whole time. So, uh, yeah. Who's this Chris, mate? Come on. Percival here. Who, who's oh, Chris? Sorry, Dunstan. 
Dunstan. So, yeah. uh, so do, do you what what what? Sorry, Doctor Johnston. What was it you were? What was the type of collider that you were uh, working on? Those Ardon colliders. All oh, right, because I thought it was Adron. No, Ardon, mate. As I said, <laughs> I implied that he was drunk the whole time. I see. So, uh, Doctor Dunstan, what what are you up to now? Then, now that uh, Dan's published all your uh, your papers. Oh well. Uh, I'm doing all right, thanks, son. Got a lovely one-bedroom apartment down in Geneva, and uh, oh yeah, o- overlooking river. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. A lake. Overlooking lots of things, mate. So, so Geneva's got a lake. Shut up. Just, what? Just accurate geography, man. It's got to make it believable. So you're overlooking lake, yes. and uh, do, do you ever think about Daniel? Yeah, I think about Daniel all the time. Uh, I think about him when I'm playing with my uh, Warhammer figures. A bit like voodoo dolls they are. I uh, paint them like Daniel, oh. <laughs> and I uh, stick pins in them. Oh, well, that, that doesn't sound... Uh, figures. That doesn't sound too healthy. Well, it's well, alright. I magnetise them, mate. So the pins just stick so, on. Um, magnetise them. It's a big new thing. Yeah, so I does that. I stick pins in them, but with the magnets. Do you, do you uh, stick pins in his uh, his cock? Yeah, yeah, I magnetised it, mate. Stick a pins on, it's great. Does that, uh, does that uh, explain anything to you, Daniel? Um, no. Okay. I don't think voodoo works. Yeah. Who's that? Uh, my dad calling. Put him on speaker. Uh, too late, I've hung up on him. Uh. Right, well, um, so Dan, it must be lovely to see Dr. Dunstan after all these years, after you stole his research. Well, yeah, I'm a little worried he's actually going to do physical violence to me, but apart from that, yeah, it's fine to see what I could have become had I not stolen his research, and I'm pretty glad that I'm me and he's him. Aye, yeah, I mean, in a life setting, uh, he would have made an attempt on your life. I'm pretty sure he would, so um, thank you. There would be considerably more dry humping and uh, trying to kill you if we were live. I mean, those two things aren't related, they can be, mate. Uh, they can I think be. they are. Don't you remember what we did? They were under a script I wrote. Anyway, thanks, Doctor Donson, and good luck with uh, getting back on uh, back on science wagon. Yeah, thank you, son. I'm doing good science on that wagon. Right. Okay. Thanks. And gonna see you uh, cue music. I'm gonna get you. This is dance life. So, finally, Daniel, who do you think is going to be uh, Mystery Voice number four? Any ideas? Is it uh, my friend Graham? No, 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 not him at all. He's, he's okay. fucked off. He got too pissed on gin and fell out a window. So, per, uh, Mystery Voice number four. Please, no, I've got a family. Oh, that's right, come in number four. Woo, yeah. Maybe cue music again while he's walking in. This is Dan's life. That's right, Dan. Do you remember this, uh, This well, I say old man. He does look like a bit of a ghost. Are you a ghost? Ooh. Oh, he's a fucking ghost. Bloody hell. I am. So, what? So, ghost, uh, tell me, how did you know Dan? Well, I, I didn't know Dan until uh, he... Uh, Killed me. Did I run oh, him over or something? 
Oh, no, this wasn't the time you ran that guy over, Dan. This was uh, oh, that time when you were out back of G.A.Y. and you were on Spice. And uh, you thought he was Beelzebub. <laughs> you strangled him, didn't you, Dan? I mean, my lawyers advised me not to comment, but... Um, so, Horace... You did I, strangle me. How, how um, did it feel having his uh, his hands around your throat? Uh, I mean, it was it was nice to have the the human contact for the brief time that it lasted. But so as, I, as I felt the, the life drain from my body, I contemplated that perhaps there were better ways to go. Oh, I, there were worse ways to go. Well, yeah. I mean, certainly. He's a strapping young lad. I could have been bumming him at the time. Aye, well, who's to say he weren't? I mean... He wasn't. Oh, well, you know... Maybe you just block that out. I, I, I suppose it's possible. I'm an old man. My memory's not what it used to be, and also I'm dead. Could have also, been fingering you. There's a lot of that. I mean, I was so I've heard. Mm. So, Dan, um, why, why did you strangle him? I think I was just generally pretty fucking high. Hmm. I mean, you were pretty high, but uh, can you remember date? No. Okay. Well, I, I know that it was 10th of October, and uh, I don't know if this is relevant. Uh, maybe you want to present that in court, but I think you were actually strangling another guy out back of fabric that night, so I don't know if it was this guy at all. Oh, this is uh, very unfortunate. I I, I, I mean, I, I was sure that, but I mean, perhaps, I, I don't know. I, I'm so very confused. Dan, could you maybe make uh, make the audio of how you'd sound if you were strangling an old man? Well, I kind of need, like, a pumping techno beat to do it. Okay, well, you can get that in because you're doing post-prod, but just uh, just pretend you're strangling someone for us. Um, I was, as I say, really high. Uh, Does that sound like the man who was strangling you, Horace? I, I mean, I... I... Maybe, maybe it wasn't. It's, oh, I don't know. It's it's all so long ago now. Well, I can't say for certain that you did kill this man, Dan. So we're gonna have to uh, say thanks, Horace. But uh, off your fuck. Oh, okay. Thank. Uh, goodbye. Bye, Horace. Okay. Nice to meet you. Well, it was lovely to see you, Dan. And uh, I got this red boot. Excuse me, Mister Michael. Uh, yeah, who's I'm this? I'm thinking you've forgotten me. Who are you? I think Daniel, he will want to see me. I'm a very big fan of his. Oh, oh Dan, do you, do you know this man? Say that again, Daniel. Oh, God, is it Danfan925? It's, it's Who, not Daniel925, it's, it's me. It's Danfan625, you get it wrong. Oh, it does sound like you got that wrong, Dan. That's a little bit embarrassing for you. Well, not really. I don't care that much. I hate it when you get it wrong. It makes me so angry. It's quite passive-aggressive in a way, isn't it? It is. He must I mean, know the number by now. I've done a quiz. I mean, you yeah. did write it in poo on his walls. Yeah, but again, it's just just effort. I've, I've got other things to remember. There's literally, like, nine other digits in the counting, so... Who knows these things? I gotta say, this so, guy so coming over is very nice. I think the people well, no, they listen no, no. back and they think this guy's an arsehole. Why does he get a show through my class? Well, I apparently strangled the man whilst high on spice, stole the man's life work and published it for my own, 
and um, I beat up a paedophile. So I'm about even, I reckon. This, this Michael Ashbull, he's a very big deal in your country, yes? He's like a, a knight or something. He's like a national treasure. Ah, I'd say so. And, and I, I, I'm on this show, and you'll just behave like an asshole. I think, I think in the Netherlands we are going to say, no, we do not like this, Daniel. No, I think you might be right, I mean, actually. Dan, can you please fuck off? I think fuck off. Get fine. fuck off my stage. Oh, fuck off. Cue music. Get the fuck off my stage. Yeah, piss off. Piss off, mate. This is Dan's life. Hi. Oh, I just um, I just got out of a cupboard. What did I miss? Uh, you missed Michael Aspel. Oh, mugging me. shit. Yeah, it was terrible. Hmm. So yeah, that was fun. Do you like it, Daniel? Um, so it was I, I was originally uh, was going to write it as a loving tribute to you and uh, talk about all this stuff, <laughs> stuff that made us like it, but then I decided it would be much more fun to not. Oh yeah, no character assassination is mm. much more. Hello, Kitty. <laughs> hey, he's got a date. Is there a cat in your house, Daniel? No, there's a cat in Graham's oh. house, and I can hear it. What? There's a cat in my house. Oh, damn. Okay. Oh, hell, are you saying Hello Kitty well, to a cat you can't even see? Because that is yes. unhinged. <laughs> I mean, yes. That, I like cats. I miss cats. Cat, not Dan. I mean, Dan is also being a dickhead, but I was referring to the cat specifically. Okay. No, I, I won't let the cats in in the house. Uh, well, I like that, Graham. I thought that was very good content. Thanks. It's possibly I think it's the only hashtag content I've done for about 18 months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't hear that on any Expressive. other podcasts previously, so... True story. Yeah. That was all real yep. from my brain and not from uh, other people's brains yeah. for a change. Mm. Thanks for noticing. Yeah. Cool. Good. So, well done. You've redeemed I think... yourself. I've run out of gin now. <laughs> Shit. What's the opposite well, of gin? Um, I suppose whiskey, but I think whiskey is more the opposite of vodka. Perhaps it's um, rum. Rum. Yeah, it could mm, be. Okay. What's the opposite anyway, of tonic? Anyway, on that shocker, we have um, Coke. No, it's not Coke. The opposite of Coke is lemonade. Um, uh, ginger beer. Yeah, ginger ale, I'd say. Okay, ginger ale. That's acceptable. Okay. Um, cool. So on that bombshell that happened thirty seconds ago, uh, what's the of lemons? Everything we want to talk about limes. Uh, limes, obviously. Obviously, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yes, uh, it remains to say uh, thank you everyone for listening. Oh uh, wait, wait, we had a listener feedback. Did we? Oh fuck me, not again. Well, some, why do the listeners keep getting these ideas? Some dickhead called James tried to tell me that the opposite of cheese was chalk. Fucking no, hell. The opposite of what? I missed onions. that. He said the opposite of cheese was chalk. Oh, he said yeah. that's literally a phrase. Didn't we establish it was crackers? No, he established it was onions. It's onions, yeah, clearly. I thought beef was the opposite of onions. No, no, beef's the opposite of pork. Very exciting. Yeah. Another mm. listener. I'm going to add him to my listener list. James. He's he's uh, he's one that we uh, met in person and told him about the podcast. That does seem yeah. to be our best. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, he's he's, he's the man. He's one of the men that played uh, board games with us in the pub. Mm. Oh, okay, good lad. Wow. He seemed like he was not going to murder us. And um, I mean, which is always an important factor. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would like our fans as much to as we be... want to recruit new listeners, not at the cost of our own lives. No, I mean, safety first. 
Yeah. I'd like it to be psychotic be enough that they it. maybe would kill us. Oh. Um, maybe, no, for, maybe I think if they lived overseas, I'd be okay with that. If they lived in this country, that seems too okay. high a risk. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, I like that. Good listener feedback. They were wrong. Mm. Thank you for trying. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Completely wrong. Yeah, completely. I don't know where he's from. This is a we big stamp out the wrongness. important thing to know. I'm sure he did tell us, but we were all drunk, so... Um, yeah. Wow, well, wow. Well. Yes. I don't even know how to find out who. How does Twitter work? Uh, you type things into it and stuff happens. What should I type? Then strangers on the internet beauty. Well, www.twitter.com. Would yeah, but what should I type into Twitter? Um, horny singles in your area. That seems to be quite common. Okay, I'll You could uh, make a clever observation about how the new Doctor Who being a woman is terrible because it ruined your childhood. No, I've just typed horny singles in your area. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. I've clicked the button that says tweet. That's a normal thing, is it? <laughs> yep. Cool. Yeah. Wait until you get some responses. Oh, if anyone, somebody was driving this podcast, then they could end it. Right. I declare the podcast ended. Uh, fuck off, everyone. I've been Daniel. They've been, I guess, Chris Graham and Adam. Is that still Hi. Hi. I have my name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're brain damaged from listening to this for too long. Um, so that'll do it. Bye, everyone.